welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer with Gene Galvin and me, I am Maria Corelli. We are recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience here in Folk School Coffee Parlor of Ludlow, Kentucky. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, it's Jerry Springer! Oh, no, thank you! Whoa! Thank you! Thank you, and uh, we're approaching the holiday season, so... Um, Merry Christmas to those who celebrate Christmas and uh, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah and, Happy and Kwanzaa and Kwanzaa and yeah. oh Happy Impeachment yeah, yeah happy <laughs> <laughs> I uh, forgot I got contacted yes. uh, recently by a guy from the southern part of Florida so yes you're in can, we can say you you have a place in Sarasota Sarasota many homes. yeah and so. Um, so, but this guy's farther south down in the Miami area, and he says uh, he sent an email. The JerrySpringer.com is a website that you have. Yeah. Linda Schaffer and your publicist bought that many years ago, and it's wonderful because it's JerrySpringer.com. So right. the TV show doesn't have that. Jerry yeah. didn't have that. Your podcast has that, and we're appreciative. So people will write to jerryspringer.com for all sorts of things. Like I get as the I'm the executive producer. I'm not the producer, I'm the executive producer. Of, of, and I get you're constant, the only producer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I get constant uh, emails of people who want to be on the old TV show. Yeah. I when just you kill say them constant. All out. How many are we talking uh, Actually, about? I got two today. I swear, I got two of them today. And they always pitch their situation. You know, my yeah. cousin is yeah. half horse and half yeah. sheep and married to my wow. other. Well, you know. Oh, we did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did that. Yeah. that, that Come was, on, give me something new. Yeah, yeah. That was sweeps in November. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I get this email and this guy says, uh, I go into a thrift shop. This is true. I swear this is true. He goes into a thrift shop in Florida. Yes. And he buys, among other things, an album, like a photo album. You know, buys it for two bucks or something, takes it home, is going through the stuff that he bought at this thrift shop. You mean shop. there were pictures in the album? Well, if he didn't think there, were any, there was anything in it except the pages where you put oh, the pictures in. Oh, someone had left pages. In the back of the album, there are some photos of Jerry Springer. What? Fa- for family type photos. Oh, family, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, what the hell was he thinking? Well, no, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so go in, he, he finds these photos and he contacts us and says, uh, they're obviously photos that are memorabilia. So they were, now, I'm pretty sure I know where they came from. And I want to say this obliquely. Do you know the word oblique? Yes. Vague. Yeah. Not direct. Oh, I did just say, yeah. 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 That's something that isn't very happy. It's, oh, it's bleak. Oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, he says, uh, so I don't want to divulge the uh, players in this, but we have some mutual friends yeah. who live down that way. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm assuming that one of them uh, gave some things to a thrift store. Good for them. Yeah. You know, they donated some things. And in the back are were these are these photos. So the mm. guy is saying to me, and he said in this uh, email, he says, "Look, I'm not a hustler. I, it, it made me think of me. I went to your daughter's wedding, yes. Katie and Adam. Yep. 
I was very happy to be invited. It was a wonderful wedding. Yeah. And it was a close you, vote, but it was. Yeah. <laughs> and you were very cautious about privacy, as you should be. Yes. And I remember that I uh, got myself a contract with National Enquirer, and they were very <laughs> happy to get cell phone photos yeah. of that wedding. So I actually, thought of myself here. Actually, it was 13 years ago yesterday. I know. Yeah. I saw that because I'm on social media oh, with right. your, uh, yeah. both your daughter and your son-in-law. Anyway, he says, I got these photos. What, what should I do? And he said, I'm, I'm not trying to sell them or anything, but... I've got them. And so I asked him to send them to me. I gave you yeah. my address, not yours. Yeah. And have him send them to me, and then I will give them to you. But I'm pretty sure they might be of, like, vacations maybe that we all took to Hilton Head. And wow. Oh, I'm thinking oh of wait a minute. There's a photo <laughs> yeah, of my that I put on the website. If sometime go to jerryspringer.com, oh, well, which is the podcast spread website, it around, why don't and if you we? go down far enough, because we've got a lot of content up there, there's a photo of Jerry doing kind of a, a muscle man pose. You think that's the picture? I think that's a hilarious photo. And that No, I don't know that it's that photo, because that photo is on our website. I got that photo. Bonnie found it in a box. <laughs> anyway, it's a photo like that. So... If anybody's interested, I will have those photos and I will sell those we photos for three dollars. <laughs> That's the bottom line of all of this. So wait, so this is a real? This is something that actually happened. The, it, yeah, so, Maria, apparently. wait a second. Are you doubting? <laughs> Hold it. Uh, that makes it I sound actually, as if some stuff happens here that you don't think is actually true. Yeah. To be completely honest, I thought this all was a giant, elaborate joke setup. No. Yeah. No, it's, it's actually true. So we got some photos coming. This is coming. now, after almost so, five years of doing these podcasts, Right. this is actually the very first time you told something that is true. <laughs> That's unbelievable. You have You're such... Right. Yay! Nice <laughs> going. See, it didn't <laughs> hurt. <laughs> no. God, I can't believe I'm viewed that yeah, but way. Though, yeah, so the, there are those pictures. Well, yeah, we yeah. sent them to you. Yeah, if I don't Burn sell them. them before you see them, but... Uh, Anyway, okay, so hey, I wanted to ask you something. And by the yeah. way, and Maria, you know this too, we have Jordan Smart coming up. Yeah. Yep. He's got a pretty interesting story from coming from the East Coast oh, and then yeah. moving to Cali and then now here, another yeah. creative class person moving into Ludlow. So Aww. excited. Don't you love it? Yes. Yeah. It's it, fantastic. And I feel good finally getting to meet another smart person. <laughs> yeah, right. Ah, ha, ha, Funny, money. Hey, oh, I wanted I to ask you something. Of them. I'm great yeah, at parties. Right. You can rent me out. <laughs> I, w I wanted to ask you a question, Jerry. Yes. Uh, today, as <clears throat> we're recording this on December 10th, oh, right. uh, Nancy Pelosi announced that there are, there have been developed two articles of impeachment. And by the time you hear this, we'll be farther down the road, but that's, and we yeah. do have people watching on Facebook Live, wave to the camera right there. And we have people listening on live stream. So, uh, but anyway... What's your take on uh, the fact that the Judiciary Committee has now put that forward formally? Well, It'll get voted on. Well, there's so much coverage on it that, you know, I started thinking there's nothing I'm going to say that people really don't already know or haven't really thought about. So, you know, the basic analysis is just in one sentence, yes, he will get impeached, and this, and secondly, the Senate won't remove him. So that's the world we're going to be dealing with. But the, quest, the point I'd like to make 
I am assuming that 80% of America is not addicted to this like we are and, you know, political groupies and, you know, people that listen to the podcast, people that watch cable news. 80% of America, yeah, they know this is going on, but they're not into the details. And particularly when you watch the hearings, I thought the hearings were excellent, but it's nine hours. And let's face it, how many Americans with everything else that's going on in your life are sitting there for nine hours and remembering all the names, who said what, when, what were the dates, why do they keep talking about July 1st and then August 15th, whatever. So the point that I think needs to be made, because this is historic, and most people have just have no idea why it's particularly historic and why they should care, is why is this important? Why should anybody care about this? Well, let's spend two minutes talking about America and its founding, the reason we're a country. And the reason, we've talked a little bit about this before, but America was formed as an idea to break away from a king. That was the whole purpose of starting a new country. We the people that were over here at the time, our forefathers, our founders, they were running away from the King of England, from a monarchy, from a dictatorship. That was the whole point. And the idea our founders had, our founding fathers had, was is it possible to create a society where the people would govern themselves, where the people would decide who the leader is, where the leader would be responsible to the people? We would not have a king. And back then, this, it wasn't just the American Revolution. This was totally revolutionary in the world. We didn't have a full-blown democracy in the world. So this was amazing. And how would you make a democracy work? It couldn't be a pure democracy because at some point, like, for example, today, we have 320 million Americans. You can't have one big town meeting and have everyone decide what the laws are, et cetera. I mean, it's totally unworkable. So you would have a republic where basically the democratic part would be that the people would choose representatives, the people would choose their leaders, and the leaders would work every day on running the government. So this is very fragile because whatever structure you set up would be dependent on the quality of the people that were elected, and they'd have to have integrity. So the our founders came up with, if you don't want to have a king, you would, in fact, we'll even call the person a, and back then I can use the masculine, it, he, because they were women weren't even allowed to vote back then. Um, he wouldn't be a king. He'd be called a president because he would preside over the government. And they created the separation of powers. We will have a government where you have an executive. That's the one who administers the program, whatever the laws are. He's the chief executive, but the laws would be passed by a legislative body. We'll call that the Congress, and they would be voted for by the people. And the, no, we don't want the Congress to get too powerful in passing its laws. So if there's a law that seems way out of bounds, the president can veto it. But now that makes the president too strong, so we can have the Congress override the president override the veto with a two-thirds vote. In other words, they were balanced out. But what if the chief executive and the Congress had a dispute? Well, we'll have the judiciary. 
The courts will settle that. So we had a three-part government, the executive being the president, the legislative being the Congress, they make the laws, and the courts that will settle disputes. That's, and then we would have the First Amendment, the freedom of the press, so that the people could be informed about what's going on so that they can make rational decisions about who they want to elect, etc. Now we come to Trump, something they had apparently thought of. What if you have a president that, and the president's powers were limited because he would be elected for four-year terms, okay? So you could vote the president out after four years, and there would be restrictions in the Constitution on what the president's allowed to do. But what if the president suddenly turns against the country and decides he wants to be a king and does horrible things to the country? Does the country have to wait for four years to fix it? What if it's an emergency? So they put into the Constitution, I have a copy here of the Constitution for those who are just listening, and uh, it needs pictures if we want Trump to see it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, and the Constitution put in specifically the provision of impeachment. And the, only Congress can impeach the president. And that means to indict the president. And then the Senate in the Constitution would be the ones that would hold the trial to see if a president can be removed from office before his four-year term is up. It would only be used in high crimes and misdemeanors, bribery, or treason. In other words, something that is against the nation, against the Constitution, we would have that remedy. That is what is taking place now. So, this all comes against Trump now. He is being impeached. And today, we found out what those articles of impeachment are, what are the charges against the president. There are two. There's the abuse of power and the specifics of his abuse of power, even though there have been many over the three years. But the specific one is he asked a foreign power to interfere in an American election by investigating his political opponent. So he went, he asked the president of the Ukraine, will you please announce that you are investigating Joe Biden, a possible if not likely opponent of mine, that you're investigating him for corruption. And if you do that, I will release $400 million for the military aid that Congress said you must get. So there are a lot of crimes just in that. There's obviously bribery. I'll release the $400 million, which is supposed to be yours, according to Congress, if you do me a political favor, which is to say that you're investigating Joe Biden. That'll help me win the election. So that is clearly an abuse of his power. The other article of impeachment against him is the obstruction of Congress. That is also obvious on its face. Why is it obvious on its face? Because we all know, very publicly, the president has said to all his cabinet members, people that work in his administration, do not respond to the subpoenas you get from Congress. Do not testify before Congress. I will not release the, 
the records you asked for. So he is obviously ignoring the constitutional responsibility of Congress to investigate a president on grounds of impeachment if that's the direction they're going in. The Republican response has not been on the facts at all. No one is denying that there's been an abuse of power, and no one is seriously denying that he's obstructing Congress. In fact, the president says, it's a hoax. I'm not going to have my people answer your subpoenas. So there's no argument on the facts, which leaves the Republicans to say, one, it's a hoax. There's no real evidence. Well, we now have the testimony that there obviously was the evidence. So what are they left with? They're left with a political argument which I'm worried has resonance. The political argument with people that aren't partisan and really are just from the outside trying to figure out what's really going on here, the argument is, you know what? There is an election seven months later where Trump has to run for re-election. Instead of going through all of this impeachment stuff in seven months, why don't we let the people decide? It sounds, when you first hear it, as yeah, kind of reasonable. Why go through this division? We're going to have an election. Let the people decide. The more I thought about it, that's illogical. Why? Because the very thing he is being impeached for is polluting the 2020 election by getting the Ukraine and Russia to help out in getting him elected in 2020. So how can you want, how can you ask for the election to decide what happens to him when that is what he is poisoning? That is his crime, that the, the alleged crime. So there's no logic to that. So that's pretty scary. And that's why, and I don't understand why the talking heads you see on television never bring that up. That's really the argument against, well, let's just wait. We can't wait. And we have proof that we can't wait. One day, one day after the Mueller report said that they're not going to, um, they're not going to prosecute the president because he can't be prosecuted while he's in office, Trump, the very next day, called the president of the Ukraine. He figures, good, they can't get me. I'm free to do what I want. So the very next day is when he called the president of the Ukraine to say, do me a favor. I'll release the money you need for your defense, the $400 million. But first, you've got to hold a press conference and say you're um, investigating Joe Biden. So as soon as he knows he's okay, he goes ahead and does it. So you know what? Sadly, the same thing's going to happen. He'll be impeached. The Republican Senate will find him not guilty because there's no conscience there. They're all more worried about their own reelection than the country. And that's the truth. That's not being partisan. It's obviously true. And so he's not going to be removed. And the day they vote, the Republican Senate votes, and they don't remove him because they need a two-thirds vote, the very next day, he's going to be on the phone to China and Russia. Come on in. In fact, today, as we're recording this, the day that they 
gave the um, articles of impeachment the day that they passed it. He is meeting with the Soviet ambassador in the White House. Here's our only hope. Even though it's likely that the Russians and the Chinese and other dictators will interfere in our 2020 election to get Trump elected, we have to so overwhelmingly beat Trump at the ballot box that their interference won't be enough to change the result. I mean, that's what we're faced with. The victory over Trump has to be so overwhelming that the Russian interference won't make that much of a difference, won't change the result. Because here's the deal. If you think that Trump is tough now on America, on our security, with his bigotry, with the corruption, imagine when he no longer has to worry about being reelected. He, he will go into the next four years knowing he can't be indicted, knowing he can't be indicted, knowing he won't be impeached, and knowing there's no more election that he's got to please some people for. You want to know what it's like to live under a dictator or to have a king, which is exactly what our founding fathers wanted to protect us from? Stick around. Vote for Trump and you'll have your king. All right, we're going to ask our musical guest to get on up here. Again, um, as we mentioned before, as Gene mentioned, he is a current resident of Ludlow, Kentucky, and we seem to be having quite the uh, gold mine of musicians here in Ludlow in northern Kentucky. Um, just recently moved... Uh, back to this side of the country from California, from the West Coast. So uh, give him a big warm welcome, everyone. It's Jordan Smart. Hey! Thank you. Jordan, uh, what song are you going to play for us? Uh, it's, it's a talking blues song that I wrote. And the title kind of changes day by day. <laughs> now is this uh, I think a- I might call it today... Talking, flushing the toilet 13 or 14 times blues. (laughs) That was great. Yeah. Once upon a time there was a mean old man Who wore a sad toupee and had tiny hands Skin like an orange or maybe a carrot Had a billion bucks but he never would share it Not even just a few And especially not with folks like me and you Well he rose to power and he rose to fame And he built himself a tower to display his name Yeah he'd sit up there at the very top Just eating fast food and drinking pop Soda pop You got to get that high fructose corn syrup 
Well, eventually he won the highest seat in all the world, but he didn't cheat. Wants you to know, wants you to believe he won fair and square, no tricks up his sleeve. No, not a one, except maybe the cereal. Hey, tricks are for kids, Donald. Too many people just sat around wishing for some businessman to fake politician Twittering and tweeting like a dumpy old bird If he couldn't think of one, he made up his own words Some would call that ingenuity, my friends, I call it kofefe Other side of the world, there's a dictator sitting with a nuclear weapon and he's just itching. Says he's got a button and he keeps it in his office. He's ready to launch it, so you better be cautious. My button is bigger and more powerful, naturally. Well, plenty of folks, they were content with this. They'd say better than a woman or a socialist, better than a black man born in Kenya, wouldn't take cane sugar, not even Splenda. Nah, these folks wanted aspartame. I told them it caused cancer. They told me fake news. Climate's changing, ice caps are melting, and people all sorts are talking rebellion, taken to the streets, civil disobedience. Scientists are trying to convince one strange man. All that evidence they'd compiled is evidently concrete. Who'd have thunk it? Well, whole world's in trouble with that dude in charge. I'm not talking little, I'm a talking large. Talking a large lot of trouble, we're all in. We'd have been better off with a mannequin for president. Hey, mannequin for president, you never know, it could work. Mannequin 2020. Well, since it got blowed up, it's been hard to tell which one of them maniacs dropped the first bombshell. Guess it don't matter now that we're all dead and on our way up to meet the Supreme Godhead. And I'm getting pretty excited, I gotta got admit, I got a lot of questions to ask. How many times did you flush your toilet today? That's what I thought. in heaven because the world is ended and I was kind of hoping that this place was splendid but it turned out my God was like president except it's the spiritual realm and he's hell bent on telling Allah and Buddha and Krishna you ain't got no place up here this is my heaven I'm built it on the back of a brown man get out build a wall amen oh, thank you Record that. Record it. <laughs> the country needs to hear it. Oh, right on. Thanks, Jerry. Oh, man, that's good. 
Jordan, where can um, our lovely audience and the listeners out there uh, listen to more of your music? Anywhere you stream music online, it's available on bandcamp.com and Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, etc., etc. Yeah. Nice. It's all those places. I also have CDs, but they're not here, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, you guys, this is Jordan Smart. Give it up one more time, you guys. Thank you. Jordan, uh, will you do us a favor and take us out on Down by the Riverside with uh, Jerry? Yep, let's do it. Oh, lay down my heavy load Down by the riverside Down by the riverside Down by the riverside I'm gonna lay down my heavy load Down by the riverside Lay down my sword and shield Down by the riverside